Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the dark side. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I made a program last week and I, I called it Dwelling in the Shadow of the Almighty, based on the beautiful words from the psalm. And I said that you have to make your own little world, that just as when you were a child, if you had good parents, they made a safe home for you, a beautiful home for you, and you had your room with all the little things that you needed in your room, your bed and your desk and your toys and all the things that made for a happy and sweet life. In the same way that good parents provide for a safe and happy life for their child, in the same way your spiritual parent, your Heavenly Father, will provide for you in your own little world. He will provide everything that you need to grow. Well, God will provide for you if you turn to him. See, God does not violate our freedom. He's very nice in that regard. All around you people violate your freedom, don't they? They try to force things upon you. Everywhere you go, they're trying to force you into doing something. Or they begin by trying to seduce you. They tell you how good it's going to be. And if you don't buy it, then if you live in a place where there is freedom, where there is still freedom, then you don't have to buy what they're telling you. But they keep trying, don't they? Because there's advantages to them. And I'll go, I may go into that later. But let's just say that people keep trying to force you. But when they get some kind of power over you, when they get power, who was it that said that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely? Who said that? When they get power over you, then they start to try to compel you, to force you to do what they want you to do. And then you see the other face. Was it Churchill who talked, when he was talking about communism, he talked about the iron fist in the velvet glove? Well, we're beginning to see that now, aren't we? We're beginning to see that those people who we thought were so nice and that we could trust them, we're beginning to see that when they have power over you, they begin to want to compel you. So, you have to now begin to have some sympathy for the people. Remember, I remember when I was a kid, when it was still nearer to World War II. Now it seems kind of like a long time ago, doesn't it, for most people? But at that time, it wasn't that far behind. And people would often ask the question, how could the German people allow this to happen? How could they do that? Well, now you look and you see. You see people allowing 
things to happen. Now do you get it? So, now you can have some compassion instead of judging them. So now what are we going to do? Well, let's begin with you personally. Let's begin with you personally and look into your own life and see if God is your authority. Because if he's not your authority, then all that's left, who was it? Was it William Penn who said that if people do not find God, then they're doomed to be ruled by tyrants? If people are not ruled by God, they're do they're they're doomed to be ruled by tyrants, something like that. I'm not getting the quote quite right, but it's something like that. So if God is not your authority, then somebody else is. It's that simple. Somebody else is your authority. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. I'm just a person, and I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. So if God is not your authority, somebody else is your authority. Now, this other authority, if they were a good authority, you know, like if you had a really good grandpa, for example, let's say, maybe some of you did, who was kind and who was wise and who loved you and who didn't want to do anything to, to you other than to see you flower, to see you grow and delight and be filled with joy and blossom into a beautiful young adult. That's all that Grandpa wanted. He was just happy to see you happy. And so, but he loved you and he was kind and wise. So if you had a good, if he, if he was your authority, then life would be beautiful, wouldn't it? He wouldn't force anything upon you. He wouldn't try to to do anything to you and compel you to do something. He, he wouldn't try to make you do something that wasn't good. And if he wasn't sure about something, he wouldn't try to pretend that he was sure when he wasn't. So that would be beautiful, wouldn't it? Then how about, um, you know, when this country was founded, I, I heard something the other day on the radio, and I suspect that it's probably true. The question was, from the Enlightenment, that was a rather lengthy period in human history, the Enlightenment, and the question was asked, who was the greatest person in the Enlightenment? Which person stands head and shoulders above all the others? And there were various people gave various answers, and then finally the answer came forth. You know who it was? It was George Washington. George Washington was a very great man a very noble man, and he gave up a lot. He did. Do you realize that our founding fathers, the, the majority of them, were relatively well off? They had nothing to gain by putting their life on the line. They had nothing to gain by, by donning a military uniform as George Washington did. He put his life on the line. 
He gave years of his life and risked death and suffered and had the agony of decision-making. He did all of this for what? He did it for other people. You know, Christ said, he said, um, greater love hath no man than to give his life for others. Well, we know, we've heard of firemen who rush into the burning building to carry someone out. We hear of policemen who put their life on the line every day for other people. We hear of people who rush to the scene of an accident to help. We hear of such things, and we are touched by it. It's beautiful. Well, George Washington was something like that. He gave his life, years of his life, and risked his life for other people. And he left us a very beautiful thing, this United States. But it is under attack, as everything is. Look, I was listening to an old Art Bell program. A long time ago, there was a very nice man named Art Bell who had a late-night radio program. He had a guest who was very popular, and it was Father Malachi Martin. Father Martin, he's the author of uh, Hostage to the Devil. Father Martin was a real exorcist. He did many exorcisms, real ones. And he wrote the book, Hostage to the Devil. But he also wrote, wrote a book called Windswept House. And he talked about the devastation and the loss of stature and the diminishment of the Catholic Church. And he talked about uh, Vatican II. And you know, somehow... After that time, the core truths were abandoned. You see where things are watered down, things are liberalized, things are mocked, things are held in contempt, things are denied and pushed away. You know, they mock Christianity, but perhaps even worse are the agents the, the fifth column, the, um, the spies, the, um, what's the word? They're like termites that get into the church and they do damage from the inside and they do a lot of damage that way. Well, you, well, you see that everywhere. You see people who are not loyal to the United States and they do damage. And you see people who mock decency. But then you see people who, who in the guise of helping people, actually don't, don't help them. So there's much that could be said about this. But let's just say that um, there is a concerted effort on the part of uh, the dark side, if you want to call it that, who through its agents wishes to, to tear down what is good, to destroy values and institutions like marriage, for example, and who want to therefore also destroy the United States because the United States has always stood for good despite the many mistakes that we've made. The United States has always stood for good. The United States was the shining light 
And even now, at this moment, people around the world are looking to the United States to see how we will respond. And, and so, again, I must say, William Penn said, if you don't find God, then you're destined to be ruled by tyrants. I began today's program by saying that God does not violate our freedom. And so, you have to seek Him. You must yearn for Him and search for Him with all your heart. And when you do, then He will answer. He will answer because you are searching for Him. Now, let me say something here that will be, that will be comforting to some of you. Comforting, hopefully, in a good way. Some of you don't know about God. You've heard about Him. Maybe you like what you hear, but you're not sure. Some of you have been turned off by, the, by religion and religious people and talk about God, and you don't care for the whole idea. But, but, there's, some, there's a part of you that loves the truth. You love to hear the truth. You love people who are honest. And you have a capacity to sense deception. And you don't like it. And you want to be a straightforward, honest person. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. You've gotten yourself into a little bit of trouble with anger because people make you angry when they deny the truth and they lie. But nevertheless, though what you have, your way of expressing the truth may not have been perfect, nevertheless, you have stood up for truth. You may have suffered some loss because of it. You may have lost your job or lost a favor of someone because you spoke the truth. Well, you know what? That means that there's a part of you that could respond to God. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you some resources. This is a time of stress because fear is rampant. Lies are rampant. Deception is rampant. And tyranny is showing its ugly face. Who would have thought? Who would have thought that we would see tyranny raising its head? in the United States, but here it is. And so, I wish to tell you about some resources that I have for you. First of all, the meditation is free. The meditation helps you to remain centered and helps you to stand back from emotion. See, they want you to be afraid. They want you to rush, rush precipitously. They want you to be confused, and there's a narrative that is going 24-7, and what you have to do is be able to stand back and look at it all objectively and see just who the liars are. And so, I wish to tell you about some resources that I have for you, the free meditations are at the top of my list, the free meditations. 
They help you to get centered. They're perfectly fine for anyone. They're good for someone who's a Christian who's not a Christian. Doesn't doesn't matter. They work for everyone. We're universal, aren't we? All human beings. We're all brothers and sisters. The only thing is that there is um, a dark spirit that gets into people and it makes them rigid and heartless and it makes them pressure you and try to compel you and force you to do things. It has no tolerance for innocence. It has no tolerance for happiness. It has no tolerance for freedom. And its time is short because uh, God has a plan which he has implemented a long time ago and is now working. Well, you must become a part of his plan. You have to get on his team. I remember one business speaker said that he said there are three kinds of people in any organization. There are people who make things happen, people who watch things happen, and people who have no idea what's happening. Well, you got to be on God's team. That way you can see what's happening. You can watch what's happening. You can stand back and not get upset about what's happening. And then when appropriate, when moved, when moved intuitively, you may speak. You may speak or act. But the number one thing you have to conquer is fear and confusion. And so being able to stand back and look at things objectively is a very wonderful thing. And the meditations help with that. So why don't you give them a try? They're easy. They're free. Could do you a world of good. My website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Our listener call-in line is 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. There's a part of you that could respond to God. And so it means that you have not yet made the choice. See, Adam made a choice, and it caused the human race to fall. And because of it, he died. He lost eternal life. But because of what Christ did, a new choice is available. Only one. Up until this time, you have not had a choice. You are born subject to wrong authorities. You're born with an animal body and subject to the earth. You're born with doubt. You, you've never had faith. You don't know what faith is. Whatever it is, you haven't had it. All you've had is doubt. And you've compensated for You had to compensate for everything. But you have not yet made the choice. You, haven't, you have not made the choice. It's still available to you. And one day, perhaps, after having lived your life for quite a while and you begin to see that there's not much love out there. There's not much truth out there. You begin to search for something pure, something good, something innocent, something wholesome, something untainted, 
something uncompromised, something trustworthy and honorable. You yearn for it. You've looked in the world, you haven't found it. And you yearn for it. And that yearning, that pure cry of the soul, which is silent, God hears it and he answers. And he begins by, like I always say, he begins by turning up the dimmer switch. You know, like some of you have like a dining room with a maybe a chandelier and then there's a, a round knob and you turn it and you can make the lights brighter or dimmer. Well, he turns up the light so that now you can see and you see in God's light. He gives you light and you can see in his light that there is no truth out there. There's no love out there. And you see that you yearn to be good, but you can't make yourself good. You yearn to be right, but you don't even know what right is. You yearn to do the right thing for your kids and with your partner, but you don't even know what it is. And you keep messing up. You keep getting angry. You keep getting upset. You see all that. And you've always resented yourself. And you've resented other people. And now, and you've tried, you've looked everywhere. You've tried all the different religions, all the different dogmas and all the different isms and all the different spiritualities and all the different practices. And some of it is nice. Some of them have truth in them a little bit. Some have a lot of truth in them, but something is missing. And you yearn for that missing thing. And God turns up the light. And now you see that the light is there. And you sense that something is showing you you see your own wrong, but someone is showing you your own wrong. And you see your own doubt, and someone is showing you your doubt. And you realize that it's God's presence, that God is there showing you. He's showing you, and he's saying, look, it's like, you know, it's like he's kind of putting his arm around you and saying, look, there's nothing out there for you, okay? What you need is something pure and good for your soul. And when you have that, you will begin to grow and to flower. And you will have freedom. And you will have all the things you've always yearned for. And all you have to do is just see the truth and not deny it. You have to realize that the light is there and be grateful that it's there. It's showing you because it loves you and it's from God. And then... The process begins. And the first thing that you see is that you're wrong and you can't make yourself right. Yeah, you're a little, you're resentful toward other people. You're phony with them sometimes. You're angry at people. You resented your mom or you resented your dad. You see all that. And now it makes you sorry. You're sorry about what you see about yourself, but you also see that you can't change yourself. You see all of that in God's light. And you look out at the world and you see that people are struggling and you see that they can't help themselves. So you stop hating them. That's it. You just stop hating them. So now you don't hate them anymore. You don't hate yourself. You see your own wrong. And you see you can't change yourself, so you stop trying to make yourself good. You stop trying to save yourself. And lo and behold, now God can save you. But you incline toward the truth. You incline toward it instead of resisting it and rejecting it. You incline toward it 
you let your hair down, you say, yeah, I'm wrong. I see that I'm wrong, but I can't make myself right. Yeah, I resented my mom. I don't want to resent my mom, but I did. And I resented my dad. Now I see he couldn't help himself, but I hated him. And I I wished I hadn't. I'm sorry. And I, I don't know how to deal with my partner and my kids. You know, I messed my kids up. And you see all that. And you're just sorry. That's all. And you stop trying to deny it. Stop trying to change anything. Stop looking for comfort from the world. It's just phony, isn't it? If someone comes along and pats you on the back and tells you how nice you are and hands you a drink or a marijuana or, or tells you some pretty words, it's just phony. So don't hate them either. Don't hate them. Just stand back and... Get to know yourself in God's light. And maybe, maybe a little meditation would help a little bit. I think it would. To be still and uh, allow this process to take place. And when you incline toward it, instead of resisting it, instead of resenting it, you just let your hair down and say, yeah, I'm wrong. I see that I'm wrong. I can't make myself right. If anybody's going to make me right, it's got to be you, God. And you know what that is? That's the choice. That's the choice. You made it. Now God is in charge. And then you just live your life. And watch all the doubt, doubt thoughts and all the what-ifs and ands and watch people who, who try to make you think it's all nothing and all you need to do is have another marijuana or another drink or make more money and then see all the people that are lying to you all the people that are trying to deceive you see that they're all lost and don't hate them and god will be in charge and he'll make you a beautiful life and yeah there'll be some conflict with the outside world when you start to stand up for the truth and this time when you stand up for the truth without anger well, it's devastating to the falsity in people. That's the last thing they want to hear is the truth from someone who is speaking without guile, without anger, who's just telling them the plain and simple truth. It's devastating to the falsity in them. The truth devastates the lie, but the truth brings life and joy and freedom. It sets people free, those who love God and who are now captive and can't speak up the truth sets them free. So speak up, tell the truth, and become a warrior for God. Now, I want you to go to my website and get the meditation. Give it a try. And my website is SheddingShackles.com, SheddingShackles.net, or SheddingShackles.us. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. 
Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.